organic is getting so offline. So that's a couple of different things there. So offline depends on the business, right? Depends on what business you're in, what who your customer is and all that. So some businesses offline works better than online and in some areas and some demographics. So it really depends on you know what it is, where it is. As far as organic versus paid, um, offline organic would be networking, right? So you can you can network, you can you know volunteer, you can contribute and do those things. That would be an organic form of offline marketing versus paid. You put up banners and sponsorships and ads and signs and things like that. So if you take this to the online world, organic is exactly that organic. Again, that's going to depend on your networks. In order to build your organic reach, you have to get out there and network. You join groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, you post content consistently, and you keep it out there and you ask people to share it. And you just you know, continue to add value and bring value to the marketplace, but you have to stay on it and continue to grow that organically. Um, paid ads is the easiest, cheapest, quickest way to reach somebody online. You know, it's very inexpensive to run Facebook ads, YouTube ads, you know, LinkedIn's a little bit expensive. Um, but, you know, paid ads is where it's at. That's the easiest way to reach people. People like it, um, you know, because you're putting, you know, something in front of them that they need that they may not be thinking about. And they see your ad, they're like, oh, man, I need to go there. I haven't been there in a while. So out of sight, out of mind. So if you're a local retailer, staying in front of your customers on a regular basis for your, you know, if you're a restaurant, weekly specials, if you're a retailer, your sales, if you're a service provider, like a pet groomer, hey, don't forget to bring your dog in, you know, whatever it is, you just stay in front of people, top of mind awareness. And if you're doing professional services, you know, again, the marketplace needs to know who you are, what you have to offer. And um, the last thing you want to be is a secret in your community. I think everybody should network, get involved in, in real estate groups and, and meetups and things like that to learn, grow, build your network, find out what other people are doing. You know, the team is up to the individual. When you say build a team, you know, what does that mean? Are you partnering with people? Are you hiring people? So everybody's different. Everybody has different abilities. Uh, so for a lot of people, partnering is the way to go. You, you fill your weaknesses with the strengths of others. So a lot of people go that route. For me, um, I didn't partner. I hired people. So I hired out my weaknesses. I knew what my strengths were. I focused on those. And then I filled in the gaps with my weaknesses. And I hired people that were smarter and better than me in my businesses and all my companies. And I do the same thing in my real estate developments. And I know what I like to do. Like, I don't like to hold property. So I build and sell. Um, you know, I buy and sell, build and sell. So I don't hold anything long-term in terms of property, uh, you know, those types of things. So it just all depends on in the individuals, their goals, what their talents are and things like that. But at the end of the day, you have to have a team, whether they work for you or not, whether they're partners with you or not, because you need lenders, appraisers, attorneys, uh, inspectors, property management. So it takes a lot of people. So you have a team irregardless, but, you know, a team within your own organization is a different, different thing.